authority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Join us in this broadcast, Creating a Promise Bank, as Kim Miller brings us a message out of Psalms 119.11, which says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. Hello and welcome to this broadcast of Women at the Well Ministries, and we are so glad that you have chosen to spend this time with us. We'd like to start our broadcast with prayer. Let us pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this and other opportunity to come before you. Lord, we thank you for those that have gathered about to hear your word, and we ask, Lord, that you would just come and that you would fill this place and that you would fill our hearts and our minds with your presence. Lord, we ask that you would open up our hearts and our minds in such a way that the words that you would give me to speak would change our lives, Lord, and transform us into more of what you would have us to be. Lord, I pray that you would help us to take your word and, and put it in our hearts, Lord, and put it to use every day in each and everything that we do and each and every conversation that we have, Lord, and that it would just be the thing that covers our mind, that fills our heart, Lord, and that leads our life. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, amen. Creating a promise bank is a very simple idea. I wish that I could say that creating a, a promise bank was my idea, but it wasn't. Creating a promise bank, I, I heard Charles Stanley say that. But what has always been my practice in life was the implementation of this promise bank, even though I didn't particularly call it that. And what I mean is it is a bank in my heart that I have created to place all of the promises that God has given me that I have held claim to. And the Bible is filled with the promises of God. And each of us have certain promises that mean more to us maybe than others because we've used them in our life and we've utilized them in, in our work and, and in our daily life. But all of the promises that God has written in his beautiful love letter to us are important to us. And they all belong to us. But it's incredibly difficult for us to claim a promise we don't know. And more importantly, those promises that we do know, if we don't put them somewhere in our heart and in our mind, when we need them, we can't find them. And so Charles Stanley spoke of this as a promise bank. And I would like to just sort of coin that phrase with him and encourage you to create a promise bank. And over the next few uh, broadcasts, we're going to talk about some promises that I have personally put in my promise bank. The Bible tells us in Psalms chapter 119 and verse 11, thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. And so that 
promise there is that when we put God's word in our heart and we meditate day and night on it and we let it guide us and lead us, then we're not going to sin because when we get ready to sin, we're going to be reminded of it. Now, we are humans, so we're going to fail and we're going to slip and we're going to fall, but we're never going to be cast down and stay down in that pit of sin because God has redeemed us and sin has no more dominion over us. But what I'm talking about here is picking up a few of the promises and maybe physically writing them down. And maybe you have a little box that you can put that slip of paper in. And from time to time throughout the day, throughout the week, maybe throughout the month, but I really encourage you to do it more often than monthly, you just reach your hand down in there and you remind yourself of that promise. And perhaps... You could go over them so frequently that they would be such a part of your active memory that when you find yourself in a circumstance that is causing you stress or you need an answer or you're wondering what would God do or what would Jesus have you do, that you could just remember that promise. And so the promise bank isn't like any other bank. In a regular bank where we're talking about money, When we put money in the bank, it becomes a deposit. But when we reach in to grab that money back out so that we can use it and it can serve us, yes, I said serve us, for many of us, we serve money. And we allow money to dictate what we will and will not do. And we allow money to have such a strong hold on us that it makes decisions for us. But that's another message and another idea. What I want to talk to you about is how when we put our promise in the promise bank and we reach in and we grab it out to use it and to allow it to serve us, it doesn't deplete it in the promise bank. In fact, I believe that the more we use the promise, the stronger it becomes in our life. I think it grows in importance. And I think it serves us well to look at our promises we put in the promise bank regularly. The first promise that I would like to talk to you about that I would like for you to put in your promise bank is Jesus loves me. Now, most of the promises that we put in our promise bank don't come with a song that we could sing every day to help us remember that, but this one does. And most of us remember Jesus loves me This I know, for the Bible told me so. Jesus loves me. What a thought. What a promise. For many of you, within the sound of my voice, you're feeling downtrodden. You may feel lonely. You may feel hurt. You may feel as if nobody loves you. But that's a lie straight from the pits of hell because the creator of the universe, the king of kings, and the Lord of lords, and your savior... If you have called upon him, loves you. The Bible tells us in Luke 2.11, For unto you was born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Who was he born unto? You. It says, For unto you was born. So whether you've called upon the name of Jesus and taken him as Savior or not, he is there with open arms bidding you come. In fact, he says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But in John chapter 3 and verse 16, perhaps one of the most widely quoted and known scriptures of all time, we are told, 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So look at what that says. For God so loved the world. You're part of the world. You're part of who he loves. The scriptures from Genesis to Revelations pours out his love upon you. The prophecies of old that are fulfilled in the New Testament are prophecies and promises that are meant for you to live a life that is closer to Jesus, that is meant for you to be able to come to the saving knowledge of who Christ is, all because he loves you. Do you realize that for God so loved the world and you being part of the world, because he said, whosoever, you may be called many things in your life, but you'll never be called anything more valuable than whosoever. For because you are a whosoever, you have the ability, the authority, the right, the opportunity to call upon a living God who loves you to allow him to save you. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. The Bible is true from Genesis to Revelations. Every word, every jot, every tittle will come to pass. There is nothing else that you can say that about. There's no other written word that you can say will never fail. There's no one in your life that you can say will never disappoint you, will never let you down, will never make a mistake, but the King of kings and the Lord of lords will never disappoint and he will never leave you. For he said, Lo, I'm with you always. Why would he tell you that he's with you always? Why would he send the comforter to come and dwell with you? Why would he leave the splendor of heaven and all of its glory where he sit on the right hand of the Father to come to a fallible, wicked, sinful world where he no longer was king, where he wasn't reverenced, where he wasn't exalted? Why would he come? And walk through this world as you and I. So that he would understand what it was like to be fully man even though he was fully God. Why would he do that? Because he loves you. And because he loves me. Why would this fully God, fully man, son of the most high God, the incarnate Jesus Christ. Why would he walk upon this earth? And why would he die upon the cross of Calvary? And why would he allow them to drive spikes through his hands and nails through his feet and put a thorn of a crown of thorns upon his head and have blood fall down his face? Why would he shed every last drop of blood he had in him for me and for you? It's because Jesus loves me this I know. You see, that's the promise. The promise that he gave to you and the promise that he gives to me, the promise that holds our promise bank together is that Jesus loves me. And he loves me because I am a whosoever for which he died. Jesus loves me so much. 
Jesus loves me. It's evidenced in his life on earth that he gave for me that no one else could pay for the penalty of sin he didn't know. It's evidenced in the love letter that he wrote from Genesis to Revelations. It's evidenced in the Holy Spirit that he puts in the believer that he's never away from them. It's evidenced in the fact that daily he loadeth me with benefits. Jesus loves me, this I know. And the point to ponder is, as we create this promise bank, the more promises we know, the greater our faith. But we have to start with the premise of the promise that Jesus loves me. It is my prayer that you fully understand and that you completely grasp the love of Jesus to the point that you place your faith in him. For it's a promise that will take you through eternity. Thank you all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today, and we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. And you can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.